Welcome to the We Love Gaming Podcast. This is episode 62. My name is Gali Sovereign, a.k.a. Marcus. And uh, it's another sunny day in uh, California. IA. It's pretty hot. Uh, it's not too bad. Uh, and we are here to talk about games. I say we because I am not alone. I have Sir Knight, the thousand game slayer with me today. How's What's it going? good, man? man? What's good? Doing good, man, you know? Uh just chillax and I started work back up again this week. Oh, okay. So I've yeah, been a little time again. Been a little busy, you right. know, you know, a new position, whole new world of things to learn. Okay. Because the position's not like a traditional teaching position. Right. It's like a little hybrid thing with homeschool. And so it's like I'm a little bit of a fish out of water here because I'm used to like teaching in the classroom, not homeschool related. Mm-hmm. So it's been lots to learn, man, lots to suck in. Um, but still, you know, trying to find an ounce of time here and there to play some games. But yeah, what about you, man? How you been? Uh, I've been pretty good, man. It's uh, you know, it's been like a little busy week, you know. But um, I still managed to to get some game time in. So, you know, just been kind of chilling, trying to beat this heat, man, because it's just it's just whooping me, you know, being out there yeah. in the road and stuff like yeah. that. But um, yeah, man, everything's been good. Um, but yeah, but before we get into like any games or whatever we've been playing this week, uh, I just wanted to uh, to shout out all of the new subscribers. We've reached like 210 subscribers, so mm-hmm. that's awesome. Appreciate you guys for subbing. Um, if you guys haven't subbed yet, then what you doing, man? Hit that, hit that, smash that sub <laughs> button. Hit that like button before we even get started. Um, and uh, as always, the Patreon link is down below. Uh, the shop is down down there also, just in case you guys want to donate anything to support. Get some merch with you. But, uh, yeah, so uh, on to the, the quick shots. Uh, the first topic we have is um, it's an Xbox game. Uh, well, games. Um, basically, there was a conversation that was on, uh, I think it's Kind of Funny uh, podcast or something like that. They were talking about it on their channel. Um, and they were talking to, sh- to uh, who's the uh, the freaking exec? Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer. I don't know yeah. why I had a brain fire. I was yeah. thinking, I'm late. I'm still on place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Phil Spencer, they were talking to him. And uh, they were asking about Fable, Avowed, um, Elder Scrolls Six, And he basically was explaining that uh, Elder Scrolls Six was not coming out anytime soon. And if it was to come out, it would be well after, or... And when it does come out, it will be well after Fable and even Avowed. So, you know, um, I thought, you know, we both thought that this was kind of interesting, right? Because um, as, you know, Fable, we heard Fable. um, We didn't know exactly how long it had been in the workings of it. It just kind of popped up out of nowhere. I've always been hoping and dreaming and praying at night, waiting for new Fable news. But, you know, and then I finally got it. You know, my my prayers were answered by the game gods. Um, But uh, as far as, like, Elder Scrolls Six, like... I mean, you know, Fable and, and Skyrim, they're like, uh, what, a year apart or something like that from each other? Fable and Skyrim when they released. Yeah. The last Fable game to come out was 2010. Uh-huh. And then Skyrim came out 2011. Okay, yeah. So it's been like a long-ass time since both of those games came out. But you would think because of how large Bethesda is that, that Elder Scrolls Six would be more so in the works than fable which is an ip that was run by lion's head right and that doesn't exist anymore yeah they don't even exist so you've got a whole new company like playground 
which is taking that over. Right. You know what I mean, it's not like, oh, like the Lionhead dudes just got back together and like, oh, we're going to create another fable. It's like, nah, that shit ain't, it doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. It's, you know, it's a whole new, a, no, a whole new uh, developer, you know, making this. So they're pretty much doing this from the ground up. And they just kind of like recently got this gig. I think, right. I don't know exactly. Because, well, they've only ever been working on Horizon, uh, Forza. Right. Forza games, Forza Horizon, yeah. and now like now they revealed uh, Fable, and it's like that just feels like because it was just like a re- like a announcement of mm-hmm. the game that just feels like when they announced it they had just recently decided to make this a game. Yeah, Fable. but wasn't that like a pretty polished um, little like five second clip that they gave us? <laughs> It was you beautiful, was, man. There was the fairies and shit and frogs <laughs> with crowns and different things like that. Like this, it was we're beautiful. not talking about no basic bitch ass like you know gameplay trailer or no trailer. You know what I'm saying? Like, that but was there was zero shit. about the game. You know, like it was just literally. It was made... zero, but it was like everything, <laughs> like everything you could want in a game. It had it in there, okay. just in that trailer. Yeah, yeah. Even though it showed nothing, like it was yeah. everything. So I mean, I'm super. I was super stoked the moment that I saw. <laughs> Like the fucking fairy flying around. That was it, like, man. Oh, like, it was everything I ever my wanted. Heart was stolen. Everything yeah. I ever wanted in the game right there. Yeah, and then when and I the saw frog, the frog, and it I was like, oh, this tape. is over. Yeah, when I saw the name, I was just like, oh, this is a fucking rap. Like, every game is dead this year. Whatever year that that shit comes out, it's <laughs> dead to me. It's just all about Fable. I'm just saying, man, like, clearly it was a new decision. Where Elder Scrolls has been around, it's not no new decision. Like, you know you're going to be making the next Elder Scrolls. We all saw how successful Skyrim was. It was yeah. so damn successful. They made it for refrigerators and dishwashers. Right. Your mom probably know about uh, <laughs> My mom probably Elder, know Scrolls, about Elder you know? Scrolls. Yeah. And so that's what's most bizarre. Because Elder Scrolls came out in 2011. Elder Scrolls Five with Skyrim. Right. And... We're thinking 2026, like at the soonest, probably, or like around 2026. Some they mentioned 2024. 2026, but 2026 is that's 15 years since Skyrim. That's nuts to me. But they've been making like so many damn editions of Skyrim that I can see why this shit's postponed. Like they had a VR version. They had like. The, the the deluxe the uber deluxe like they had like all these different versions that they were dropping them on you know what i mean like yeah but i'm just saying that stuff. 15 years is a long time between sequels it is that's ridiculous but 10 years is a long time you know from seeing fable you know what I'm yeah saying? it is but the only difference between the two in my opinion is because lionhead studios like this they're gone like it kind of fell off the map like elder scrolls has never fallen off the map like yeah. i would think like once you released five you know, you have six in the works, kind of. But remember, they the, also you know, had oh, actually scheduled at least. You have to you have to include Elder Scrolls Online, so you have no. To I, we've already went over this last on the previous video. That's a separate entire that was um, a whole development team. Yeah. Okay. We, right, it's a whole different team yeah. making the online version. So like, yeah, because we t- we talked about this before. What what's going on, and that was what we discovered. Right. And so like, you look at these games that Bethesda Softworks, like the ones that make fallout and and elder scrolls right they have like these long gaps in between releases now i i wouldn't expect see i wouldn't expect fable before elder scrolls but that's what we're going to be getting so that's what was more st- i would demand fable before elder scrolls. <laughs> yeah. well yeah 
I hear you there, man. Yeah. Like, but I'm just like, when I saw that news, I was like, dang, that that means Fable's closer. That that's just nuts to me because you know, Elder Scrolls. We should have already kind of been expecting Elder Scrolls five years ago. Yeah, a ten-year wait. You know, how about even Avowed though, right? Because Avowed was mentioned like a long-ass time ago, right? Avowed. That's what I was trying to look up, man. And I'm showing 2020. 2020 they revealed is when they it. Avowed? We didn't um, get like no inklings of it a while back. Nah, I don't think we got any inklings of it. And that was also just a reveal trailer too, like no gameplay. Yeah. Xbox's mo. You know, they just give you like a little reveal right. trailer that isn't gameplay at all so hearing that that's coming before elder scrolls 6 2 is just like it's just crazy man but i mean if you if you think about like how how large skyrim was right and if bethesda is going to keep making these large worlds you know fallout things like that like elder scrolls 6 has got to be huge as fuck like it's just got to be big as shit and what if they're going to like i don't know what if elder, elder scrolls 6 is going to be like you know similar to like elder scrolls online type shit you know where it's like this you know this service where they just keep upgrading yeah. it and updating it i'm sure they will be doing that and i know that they're big games but they've always been able to release them relatively in a timely manner in the past yeah so the the idea is like why is it taking 15 plus years now Maybe to bring out actually, the next one that seems very excessive to me yeah and then you also have whatever starfield has been demanding from them right and that. so starfield's been what they've been working on primarily yeah. and then they have probably a little team working on 76 occasionally so like it's just um i don't know i think part of it is like with 76 they're making quite a bit of money on the shop they've made so much money on reselling skyrim 5 over mm -hmm. and over and over again so there's no For incentive to make six. Else, yeah. yeah, there's just no reason to make six because people are just going to keep you buying five. Right. Why even bother? Um, it's just still it's still nuts to hear that Avowed and Fable, two games that didn't even exist, really, are going to be launching. And according to Phil Spencer, like well before yeah. Elder Scrolls even like hits the market, he said like both these games will be released and you know, running out in the public long before Elder Scrolls Six even comes to the, comes to the front of the table, you know? Right. So, I mean, you know, uh, when you when you talk about, like, Xbox games and then you mention, you know, like, Elder Scrolls Six and, and, and Avowed, but then you mention Fable, I could give a fuck about all those other <laughs> games. I just want to know about Fable. So, really, I don't give a shit when Elder Scrolls Six comes out. I just want to know... When Fable comes out. Well, you got that's you got good news, out. man. Like it's coming when out before Elder Scrolls Six. Fable coming, you know. That's what I want to see. Fucking spam that shit. Then go and tweet that shit to to fucking Xbox. When is Fable coming out? Playground Two, man. Hit them all up. Tag them. What's up. your guess on it, anyways? What when Fable's coming out? Yeah, I'm saying 2023. Um, maybe I could see like 2023, maybe even like early 2024. Yeah, because you know, I don't know. I could see that too. I feel like, I feel like, uh, it's a reimagination, uh, a reimagining of Fable, right? So it's like a remake. Yeah, and then you got all new people doing it, so they know what Fable is. A reboot, right? It's like a stuff. reboot. It's worse right. than a remake, right? Yeah. So I feel like if you're if you're taking something that you know, as you might say, uh, didn't do so good for like the third the third edition or whatever. You know, and you're trying to reimagine it. You might want to like put, like, you know, you might want to go for the gusto on that one because you're bringing this title back from the dead, essentially. Right. So 
you know, you might be wanting to put like your biggest best foot forward. Right. You know, especially if you've only been working on um, car games, racing games, mm -hmm. and you got a chance to do something else. They might have been like, hey, man, Phil, bro, let me just let me just make a new game man. let me make something else. I know you've been loving this Forza shit, but I need a break, dog. Like, I dude, I think us Xbox players need a break, man. Yeah. Like, we keep getting that's that's Xbox, Forza, Halo, Gears, Forza, Halo, Gears, Forza, Halo, Gears, and it's like, come on, I want a break from those two. Give me something new. And so, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure they are excited. And, like, they announced it in 2020, so they're probably kind of started working, at least design phase 2020. Yeah. They're probably working on it right now in 21. Give them all of next year. And then probably, like, 2023, we'll see some reveal and maybe a date, yeah. you know? I mean, as much as we've, as, as many times as we've played this game with Xbox, right, a lot of times they have a lot done. They just don't want to show us the gameplay. They don't they ever show gameplay, show us man, a trailer, ever. But they be having, like, alphas and shit ready. You know what I mean? So it's just a matter of time when they show us. And, and I'm honestly, I would rather, I would much rather just hear about it and not see anything announced about it until it's like really ready to go. And then it's like, you know, six, you know, 10 months from now, it's coming out. Um, you know, so that way we don't have all these pushbacks and different things like that. But you know what I mean? I'm okay with like not seeing like, you know, the gameplay and stuff like right. that. Like, you know, even if they gave me verbal updates on Twitter every month. I'd yeah. Okay. And don't, please don't give me a date until you know you can meet that date. For sure. That's my opinion, man. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want the date and then for you guys to push it back again. I hate I, that. I, was told, I that hate that, man. Stuff. Just don't give me the that. date. Yeah. I don't care if you have to wait a year longer before you tell me the date. Tell me a date that you know you can meet. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, but um, on to the uh, the next quick shot, um, X Defiant, right? So that game is coming out very soon, and uh, they've got like some pretty uh interesting NDA news that like just just popped up, and basically, um, it's this uh, article from MP First, and uh, it was stating that there was some lines in the uh in the contract or whatever that you have to sign <laughs> when you get to test this game out that says if I participate to the test in a room with a window, I have to keep the curtains closed. <laughs> and then there's another line that says, I participate to the test alone. I will not invite anyone, including family members, to my session. So they literally <laughs> want this shit like tight niche. The fact that you gotta even remember to close your like your your, your curtains and shit. I'm like, who's gonna even know you really testing it? That's like hilarious, that? dude. Yeah, you know I mean? at this point, they gonna ask you to turn your camera on so they can just observe you the whole time while you're playing. <laughs> if you talk to any fucking body in that room, it's a wrap for you. You know, you like where they built the SR seventy one bomber, dude. Like. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle, dude, he works for Northrop too, I think, or, yeah. or you work for Northrop, right? Yeah, yeah. He works for Northrop, and he because they they it's it, it's it's aerospace, right? Right. And so he was building the uh, the black uh, the the SR seventy one stealth bomber, uh -huh. you know, the the broken wing. Gotcha. He wasn't even allowed to tell his wife a single thing about it. We not we not allowed. He to couldn't say like. Well, on this one particularly, yeah, like he couldn't even say like he was working what anything. Yeah, well, I mean that's you know? that's what that's how classified goes. You know, yeah, but I mean it's like shit. that's what this sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> this almost sounds worse. This is I don't think my I don't think my uncle. Secret, I think my uncle was allowed to have his curtains open. <laughs> <laughs> but he probably wasn't working from home with that shit either. Though he probably had to go in. And yeah, for that. it's just cracking me up, man. Funny. Like. Make sure you have your curtains closed. How the heck are they, for one, even enforcing a rule like that? 
Yeah, but but my my main guess, my main question would be like. Bro, you really think that like people know I'm like testing the shit, right? Because I'm I pretty know. sure in the NDA it say I can't tell you I'm testing. Well, it. like exactly. Like let's say I have my window open and my neighbor has a two story building and they glance. They ain't having a clue what the heck I'm playing at. Oh shit, that's excellent. <laughs> like they, 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 they the that one there is extrafying. It just so happened my neighbor had a telescope. <laughs> he pointed it right down and looked right in my window, and then he had the ability to record oh, everything man, through the lens. Funny, views, dude. So. You know, it's a wrap after that. But I mean, what what are they hiding? Like, we already saw like the gameplay. We already know what this thing is about. Like, I don't know. the only thing they could possibly be hiding is that it's ass. <laughs> it's, it's I don't know. Ass. Like, what what is there that you really that you didn't show me? We don't want anyone else to know this is bad. Yeah, like, <laughs> shit glitching all left and right, heads turning out square and stuff like that. Like, oh, what, like what is it that you thing? could possibly yeah. be seeing in this testing that they didn't show? You know, in the gameplay trailer, like they gave us gameplay in the trailer, so right. I don't know, but that's interesting. I I would love to test a game. So if y'all, if one of y'all watching, uh, know somebody, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, who got a game, or uh, you know, is working on a game or something, or you just want us to try it out, I would. I'll sign an NDA. I'll close my blinds and shit. Like I'll play blindfolded if y'all want. I'm just trying to check it out. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I really mute. can't give no feedback like I'll that. Play the mute if I got to. <laughs> I can't listen to the music or the game. I'll turn it down. I got you. Oh, you know what man, I'm saying? Dude, but, uh, that's so funny. I definitely want to uh, to see like an indie. I want to see like a real life NDA so I can just look at what the the type of shit is yeah. like normal that they be requesting. I don't think that that's normal. Dude, like, like no, I I totally understand. Like you play by yourself because yeah. you signed up for it. Right. Don't let no one else. I get that, well, but the because, curtain one you know, is what if, has me dying. I'm playing it and I signed the NDA but you in the room with me you free to speak about this shit all you want I heard from a source you know blah 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 right but no but I see how like in the agreement how they would say that right right the second one here I I will not invite anyone to my session like that I get. Yeah. That's a seems like a normal NDA, but the curtain one is what has me busting. Yeah, yeah. I have to remember to <laughs> shut my curtain. But it's like funny yeah. to me, dude. Like going to a box, going to your closet and play this. It's like yeah. what the heck? Hey, That's man, a crack up, man. Yeah, that had sure. me dying. But uh, on to the next, the next uh, quick shot we've got. Uh, so we basically just going to talk about some of the games that are coming out uh, this month for Xbox Game Pass. Uh, so um. Anthony, I know you don't give a shit about Xbox Game Pass. So you can go ahead and skip to the next portion. This is time stamped. Game Pass. Yeah. yeah, this would be time stamped. So go ahead, click that, and then go to the next one. Um, so like you had mentioned before, uh, Curse of the Dead Gods, which is Dead Dead Cells ish. Um, that one came out already. It was released on the fifth of August. Uh, Dodgeball Academia. Um, if you want to get up with Ray on that one, um, that's also already out. Katamari. Uh. Demasi, uh, yeah, Katamari Demasi reroll. Um, that one's out. You know, that's the one where you roll the ball around, and you collect junk. You know, remember playing that one back in the day on the PlayStation? Nah, I've I've heard of Katamari, but yeah, I Katamari. Basically, you have like a little ball, and like you roll it like a snow, like a snowball. Uh-huh. And you know how a snowball is rolling in the snow collects right, right, more right. slow. You start getting that's what this is. The ball gets bigger and bigger, and you're like collecting. It's kind of like a puzzle. Okay, so it might people be like, like a little it. BS and game. To yeah, play people on, like, really like Katamari. Like it's been pretty popular. It's yeah. fine. So they got Luminous, uh, Luminous uh, remastered. So that's an old game. Right. Um, that they've they've improved the graphics on there. That one's out already. Skate 
uh, and Skate 3. Both of those are out. One's for the console. Skate is for the console, and Skate 3 is for the cloud. Those are both EA Play games, so I'm assuming that probably Skate 3 is already, has already been out for the console, mm-hmm. um, and they're just releasing it for the cloud now. Yeah, um, people really love Skate 3. That was like a big deal one. Yeah. So hop on that if you like skateboarding. People Skate yeah, 3 like... Sure. Love it. Starmancer, that was another one That's that you had cool mentioned. One, that one's August 5th. That's PC only. Right. Then we got uh, Art of the Rally, which would come out later this week. Um, and I don't know much about that That's one. like that a little uh, isometric like rally car racer. Okay. So, so like you have a little down. tiny dude. You yeah. have a little car, and it's like top down. You're like racing a rally, and it's like an indie. Okay. So it's like pixel art and stuff. Okay. I don't know. It looks cool. It looks fun. It's probably... Uh, um, you know, it says you have beginner-friendly options. Mm-hmm. People are really looking forward to this one, too. That's another Xbox at ID. Like, okay. these these Xbox at ID games are, like, really solid. Like, mm-hmm. these are the ones that, like, Xbox has really, like... Been pushing or push, something? Pushing, yeah, okay. helping fund and create. All so, right. like, the Xbox at ID ones are dope. Like, you can see, like, Curse of the Dead God is not Xbox at ID. No, but Dodgeball, but I can do Dodgeball is, is, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, these Xbox at ID ones, like, these are the ones Xbox believed in. Xbox really believed in these games. Got you. And so I, I would check it out. It's free. And Starmancer is going to be really, people really been looking forward to Starmancer. Right. So um, then uh, you got Hades. And that's which all we need to talk about, man. This week, uh, August 13th. We'll just stop right there. <laughs> no. Um, so then there's also um, for the week after, uh, it's Microsoft Solitaire uh, Collection. Hey, get it's that shit if you wives, want it. Man. It's one on PC. You do know that you got a free uh, Solitaire game on the PC, right? Mm-hmm. They still do that, right? Mm-hmm, I okay. think so. Yeah. I'm old, so they used to do that shit. Um, 12 Minutes, never heard of it, but that one's August 19th. So oh, dude, 12 Minutes, week. dude, is going to be sick. You think so? Yes. Okay. Right. There's lots of uh, hype around 12 Minutes. Mm. Basically, it's a time loop game. Okay. So you play in like only like a single room. Uh-huh. It's like a top-down, like an indie game. Like Escape Room? <clears throat> kind of like Escape Room. Okay. But it's a small room, like an apartment building. Mm-hmm. And it's like a one-room apartment. And, like, I think a murder happens or something like that, and you replay, like, the 12 minutes oh, over and over you know, again. Oh, I think I did see something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. that one's going to be sick, man. And then, of course, you got Psychonauts 2, and that one's on the 25th. So that one's, like, way down the line. That's um, at the end of this month, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, like, well, it's, like, yeah, it's about two weeks away. Two weeks and some change away on a Wednesday. So, you know, that's an interesting release date. But I have seen a lot of people um, that were testing that out and stuff like that. So, um yeah, I mean, it looked just like the older games, so <laughs> it wasn't really much of a graphical improvement on that, but it's indie. So. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, though. But yeah, so that's it for all of the Xbox Game Pass games. Um, and uh, for the last quick shot, Halo Infinite, right? Who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> but um, they actually had a leak of their storyline, the whole plot line for this thing. And I mean, like, it ain't just like, ooh, some of this shit happened and that stuff happened. It's literally like the whole entire script on the thing has been leaked. The whole plot. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to read the first 40 lines for you. Yeah, we got um, you. So if you just you don't want spoilers or whatever, just you know, just click the next timestamp. So go ahead. What do they got? All right, here we go. So starting with opening scene. <laughs> uh, so we're not we're not actually gonna read this shit because like we said we give a fuck right but um we ain't gonna spoil it for you here yeah so um it is leaked uh that sucks for them um but they you know, came out like, and literally admitted it yeah 
because they had the beta whatever launch. We right. talked about it last week, the preview on Halo. And uh, that was they for left the, uh, the multiplayer, right? Yeah. yeah. They locked it. You couldn't play it. They locked you out, but they left it all, the files all in there. So, of course, and some of dad of my have the whole plot. <laughs> and it exists. I'm literally looking at it right now. Um, it's like, yeah. So and so happens. Maybe this happens. It's like literally like the script, pretty much. And yeah. it's like, geez, Louise, that's a crazy f up. Yeah. <laughs> this is like worse than The Last of Us Two. You know, when The Last of Us Two leak happened, everyone like lost their cool. Yeah. Like this is like even worse than that. This is like the whole thing. But I would say there's there's like a silver lining to this leak, right? So you can literally just go on here. And click it. I mean, if you guys really want, we can give you the link down there in the description. Just, just say, hey, I want that link to the uh, the script, and we'll put it on there for you. If, if you, you want, want to Google it, it yeah. yourself, but it's very Googleable. Um, that is a word, I think, Googleable. But anyways, <laughs> um, you know, the the silver lining to this is that let's say you know you got Game Pass or whatever, right? And even if you don't, I think the multiplayer is for free ninety nine, mm-hmm. and it comes out before the actual campaign does, right? So you can technically read this and just see if it's ass or not and whether you want to waste time even playing the multi the, the main campaign or if you just want to stick to the multiplayer and get that much of a feel for you crazy uh, Halo, you know. So that's like the good thing. Like I might give it a skim through just to see if it's ass. Or if, or if it's like decent enough that I'll oh I'll stop because I like man. where it's headed and then I'll just wait for it to come out. So that's why I say I'm not like, doing it, man. I'm not reading it. Man. You're not going to spoil it? Um, nah, it's like you said. It's free on Game Pass, man. I'm going to play it. <laughs> I'm going to see if it's I ass. don't know if I really want to waste my time with it. Uh, y'all can tell us down in the description below, you know, down in the comments. Oh, you know, Let man. us know if you actually want to waste your time and you will not even That's participate funny, in this tomfoolery of looking at this script or whatever. You ain't but, touching it. But uh, enough of all that shit, right? Let's end the quick shots. Let's get into some of the main topics. So the first one we got is uh, PS5, and um, of course, the PS5 is awesome. We know that, right? But um, basically, uh, they've got a couple of, they got some, uh, they've got an accomplishment that they've done, right? So now they're no longer selling the PS5, this version, at a loss. So that's a good thing. I mean, the majority of the, both of these consoles, the Xbox Series X and the PS5, have been selling their consoles at a loss because they're trying to get people into it. It's a new, you know, addition or whatever. But, you know, PlayStation has uh, finally been able to, I guess, reach how much they've put into this, and now they're starting to get some back on these. Yeah, now, we the, the digital is still selling at a loss, right? Yeah, we talked about this a long time ago. Uh, they had to be right because right. of what's in it. They had to be selling. We've at talked a loss. about this quite a bit. We thought possibly. The PS5 was not selling for a loss mm-hmm. because we always were like, okay, if the digital is four hundred dollars and the disc is five hundred dollars, we know for certain a whole hundred for fifty for, bucks and for that a ain't disc. The, the, the disc drive. Yeah, there's no way the disc drive in and of itself, that one component, is a hundred dollars. Right. Because they just popping these off the assembly line. This has got to be probably at fifty bucks at most, probably forty. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, we were thinking think bulk, man, probably twenty five. Yeah, we were thinking bulk. Like we were thinking, like there's just no way that the PS5, 
you know, is is really a huge lot. There's no way it's a hundred bucks more for that. Right. So we were thinking maybe they're making money on the PS5 disc. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, they weren't. They were selling that at a loss, mm-hmm. which means we know for certain they were selling the digital at a loss. And now we've learned that they're still selling the digital at a loss. Only the disc edition has finally become profitable. And I think so. We were dead right. That means that that disc is not really worth a whole lot. No. Because it's worth a hundred bucks more. So that means whatever was costing them a lot has come down. Yeah. But not enough, right, to offset like the digital edition. Because really, in all actuality, there really is almost nothing different between the disc and digital. No, except it's really the just disc. that optical drive. Yeah. Everything else is the same. And so it makes sense that like it would the hundred dollars is a is a big leap. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a lot of component value. Right. Because you have to, you know, bridge that hundred dollar gap. So it makes sense that the disc edition is finally profitable and the digital isn't. But of course, like we were also saying and speculating, was that um they are being sold at a loss to manufacture, but they are it's being offset by their margin rich software and hardware sales, of course. Like with digital because on a digital you buy everything digital. So that's very margin rich. Like mm-hmm. they make that's the most off on, digital, right? I'm right? gonna sell you this console. You know, at a loss to me, but you're gonna have to buy the games, and you're getting them from me. So you know, that's exactly, which is why I think they were fine, and which is why I think we can go back to our speculation. I honestly think Sony was expecting to sell the PS5 disc for 600 and the digital for 500. Probably. That's what I think they were doing until Microsoft, because they launched first, they a pivot. and they had to pivot and yeah. take a larger loss. Mm-hmm. Like, they're finally catching up now, slowly. They still haven't on the digital yet, but right. you can see that they probably never really intended to sell both of their consoles at losses, you right. know? Yeah, because sure. these things are mad powerful, man. Like, that's lots of hard, that's lots of solid-state drive they're giving you. These are massively expensive, you know, CPUs, GPUs. Right. The hardware is hefty on these things, man. The Xbox, too. Like I'd be curious to find out how much Xbox is losing on their Series X. Yeah, and I'm sure S. it will pop out at some point soon, right? Right. They'll, they'll definitely declare when they are no longer selling out a loss or something like that. As soon as they catch a wind of this, oh shit, they talking? Like, oh no, we ain't selling at no loss either, you know what I mean? Or something like that. But <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, but uh, but what I think is that that this disc version finally being uh, no longer sold at a loss. I think that the digital is right behind it because you know, like like we're saying, like. That disc, that that disc drive, that optical drive is not that much more. No, it's not. So, it can't, you know, that that five, that extra hundred is just to counteract some of the blow, for how much it's costing them. But I don't think that it's that much more. So I I feel like they probably need like a couple more sales of some shit, and you know, and the 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 digitals will no longer be sold at a I loss. think this is why we keep hearing all this news about like the smaller nano chip, how they're making the new digital. We talked right? about it, I think, last or the week before. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. new slider, the lighter PS5 yeah, the lighter digital. PS5. And we were wondering why. Why is it just focused on the digital? Like, why is the digital? Why would it be on the disc? Yeah, why not both? Well, obviously, because that's the one they're struggling with. Yeah. That's the one that they're not able to get down below cost yet. Right. And, and they've I'm done sure, it on the disc already. I'm sure already, they're going to so. change it on the disc, right? I think it's going to... At some point in time, disc. they will, but there's yeah. not an urgency for it. There's right. urgency. They're like, come on, we're selling these things at a loss. Right. Which is also why I think... Well, I mentioned this before earlier, why I think that there wasn't a lot of digitals available at launch. 
remember how like those are like really hard to find? Mm -hmm. You can find discs much easier than you can find the digital versions of them. But at some point there was uh there was more possibilities for digital editions and we were saying that they were trying to get out more of the digital just because right. it would give them more revenue on the back end. Yes, they do want to sell though. digitals, I think, for their overall pro like we were talking about before, for their overall outlook. Right. Digitals are better, but they want it. But we talked about this too. They want to make sure they get that below cost before they start to really push it, mm -hmm. right? And uh, I think that's why, because when they first launched these things, they're like, "Let's hold off on these digitals for a minute because we're losing money on every one of these that we sell. Mm -hmm. Like if we can hold these back a bit, you know, make them cheaper, get them below cost, then we can really push these guys out." Yeah, I, I remember reading a lot of people are like, gosh, I really want a digital version because all I can afford is 400 right now. And you just couldn't find them. That's the and like suicide. That's I was telling I was telling um, one of my friends uh, the other day, you know, because they were thinking about getting their uh, their kid a PS5 or whatever. And I was like, just don't do the digital. Just get the disc. Like, it's like, yeah, it's a hundred dollars more, you know, and, you know, whatever your taxes is going to be now. But you'll end up paying well over that hundred mm -hmm. in the in the long term. You know what I mean? Well over it. Every Thousands game that probably. your kid might possibly want to get, like even if you was to get it now, right? And then they only played Fortnite for uh, you know, for the next six months. All of the games that come out, they're gonna be old by the time that they decide that they don't want to play Fortnite anymore, they wanna play a different game. And you'll be able to get those used. PSN will keep them at the full price. Right. Yeah. The PSN isn't gonna mm -hmm. drop. Or if it does drop, it's only gonna be at certain points. Very you know, like rare. Like a summer sale or like a holiday sale mm -hmm. of some sort, you know, but like random times during the year. And it's you gotta buy it then or it's going right back up. You know what I mean? But like once you got an option for a disc, you can find that on on OfferUp. You can find that on eBay. You can find that on. You have GameStop. a million avenues. You know, what like I mean? how yeah. did you find Demon Souls? How did you like you looked on OfferUp and you got you negotiated down really low, right? Or like you found that great deal for Legion, mm -hmm. like that's completely you, you you close yourself off to that joy of yeah. having all those choices and options, and then if you want, you can even resell your your software and get some of that back and get some of that back on the back end which is what i like to do right and so it's like yeah that's what like the recommendation is like because you're if let's say there was more competition in the digital marketplace mm -hmm. then maybe you could see yourself going digital but there isn't you're stuck in a monopoly like right. sony has you by the nuts you know like you ain't going anywhere you're you're, you're trying to move and you, you're just you can't do nothing because that you there's nowhere else to go right which is why they had that lawsuit but that's why like i strongly advise it's a little different for microsoft if you're doing game pass then i can see an argument to be made for like the s the series mm -hmm. s yeah but still I would still recommend going with the disc version on even the Xbox because, because we I even bought a about, disc. And we were I, talking I, about the expansion. You know what I mean? Just getting more The hard drive is enough. You, you've yeah. got a huge amount chalked off just by getting the S. And if you ever wanted to get an upgrade, there's only one upgrade, and it's $220. Exactly. You might as well just pay the 200 bucks or whatever, the, the extra 200 to get the, <laughs> the one with the disc. And you'd never right. have to worry about that. Yeah, as far as the other games, you know, as far as like game access and stuff like that, there's many avenues. The arguments are different for both systems, right? right. Yeah, right. the argument for why you buy a disc version of PS5 right. is different than the argument why you buy the why disc buy version disc for, for the S, for the X and S. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But both arguments are still buy the better one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and right? I mean, the Xbox has a little bit more leeway, right? Because if you're totally okay with just deleting 
you know, more, more times, more often, you know what I mean? Cause you might be able to get just like, you know, two or three games on at a time, depending on how big they are, you know, but if you're okay with deleting them, because like you play games till you beat them and then you move on and you're never going to play that game again, then by all means, just stick with the S, you know, and work with that. Right. But if you were ever contemplating, Hey, I might want to expand my, uh, my, my storage to, you know, get more, you know, or just get that one terabyte. Well, yeah, and, like, I think you'd really be, like, kicking yourself, right? Like, if you bought the S and you thought, nah, I'll never expand it. Two years come along, three years come down the road, and you're like, gosh, man, I really kind of wish I had more space. Mm -hmm. And you end up going and buying that car, you'll kind of be kicking yourself because you'll be like, gosh, now I've spent more money in the long run than I would have had I just bought the X to begin with. Yeah. So it's kind of like I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have a kind of situation, you know? Like, I would just really – I would, you know – you know, jump, jump to the, the five, the 500 and you'll be happy for the whole life cycle of this, of this generation. For sure. And then, um, uh, some more news uh, about Mm -hmm. PS five was that, um, it's, it seems like their number of subscriptions for PS plus has gone down Mm -hmm. like a huge amount. Pretty big. Um, Yeah. It's, it's pretty great, but there's also in like one quarter. Right, but there's yeah. also a logical reason for this. I mean, uh, you know, at the start of COVID, they lost we one were point, like two, 1. something million, one point three three million like subscribers. Yeah, have so, unsubbed from PS Plus. But I mean, it's like okay, there was a large influx of PS Plus subscribers once COVID hit and everybody was locked down. Right, you know, they had the Play at Home initiative. Game Pass was on a ramp up. You know, with but putting more games out there, giving people reasons or things to do instead of going stir crazy when they're in the house. You know what I mean? So I could see how those three month subscriptions or whatever would uh, start to increase tenfold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause everybody's at home and you got mad free games to play and things like that. But um, as you know, COVID is technically gone down, you know, on the legacy, you know, there's, there's more, more people uh, getting vaccinated and things like that. So they're trying to open up more or whatever and give people breathing room. People got to go back to work. Mm-hmm. So you got less time to play. So then, you know, it's like, oh, that three month subscription, like, you know, or that one month subscription I was getting, I don't need that right now because I'm not playing as much. So it's gone down. Um, they did say, and this was an article that we read off of Gamerant that was talking about this, but um, they did say that the people um, were uh, still keeping their eye on the PlayStation Plus subscriptions. Um, the only thing that I could hope good would come out of, it, out of this is that they try to ramp up the value more of the PlayStation Plus. To recapture those subs for, again. Right, yeah. to, to get, get a buzz back and get some of those people who might have just like gone off of it because I think I've... I've talked to Brahms about this a couple of times, and he's like almost ready for his PlayStation Plus to lapse, um, just because he found out that there's certain games that you can play without actually having PlayStation Plus, even though you got them through PlayStation Plus. The multiplayer games, right? Uh, yeah. I think it was like uh, that, online like, games. I think some of the games like um, Days Gone or or some of the the ones that they just gave you for free. Like, it didn't require you to have PlayStation Plus on it. So you could still play it. Oh. Like, even if you weren't signed in or something like that. Hmm. So I think he's banking on that. So I hope it still works out for him if he does let it lapse. But, I mean, really, like, for me, it's kind of like, you know, I just wait on a deal for the PlayStation Plus subscription to pay, like, 30 bucks or 36, 30, you know, around 40 bucks. And then, you know, you got it for a whole year. So you never have to worry about it. It's definitely not as taxing as it is for, like, Game Pass. That's what I was going to say. Like... 
I do think a lot of people don't realize that you can find a subscription to PS Plus for really cheap. Right. I think they just go to the PSN and they see a three-month deal. I'll do that right now since I'm home off work and I'll play these free games on the collection or whatever it may be. Yeah. And then, like, you're right. I think, like, okay, I'm going back. To, I do think that that's a big part of it. I think that a lot of people were at home and so you saw the spike because if you look quarter over quarter so if you look at previous years quarter before covid really hit right. they're still up from there so they lost like one and a half million people almost and they're still up from quarter over quarter so pre-covid so mm -hmm. clearly covid had a impact they got a boost from covid for sure um and i and i but i do think that people if they realize that you can buy a whole year for like 30 something bucks it's it's totally worth it. Like even if you can't play as much as you were playing, like it's still totally worth it because you're gonna get all those free games for the whole year. Yeah, and it's thirty dollars. You know, so it's like I just think like you know, look for the deals. We always, whenever we find them, we throw them to each other. Mm -hmm. Like whenever we find deals, we mention them to each other, and like we're always looking when it's time to re, re up. It's like, right. hey, you find a deal? Yeah, here's one for thirty five bucks. It's like cool, a whole year for thirty dollars. But I also do think like when people are examining their subscription list, because we all have them. I got Disney Plus. I got Netflix. Which one of these am I getting rid of? Right? I'm not going right. to be at home as much to watch these. Which one of these? I think PS Plus is considered a little bit more of a luxury than like Netflix. Netflix is becoming more of like a staple. I mean, like you, a especially bonus. if you don't have like cable or yeah, or if you don't have cable, like anything, Netflix you know? is like a staple. Yeah, where like PS Plus is like, and eh, that's like just a luxury. It's like a bonus, mm -hmm. right? Like that's just kind of like a cherry on top. I don't really need this. Yeah, and yeah. I think when you're examining all your subscription services, PlayStation's at the bottom, you but know, and still, that's the first one to go. But it's still but so it's cheap. Still cheaper than it all is. Of them. It's still like, so cheap. Even if you got like the lowest Netflix subscription. <laughs> Or the lowest Disney Plus subscription, you're still paying less. You can't right. pay less. Even if you didn't find a deal, if you paid the 50, you're still paying less than what it would accumulate to at the end of the year for you paying for that Disney Plus. Absolutely. Which is why I so, think more people need to take, get take the word this, out there that you can yeah, you can find deals on it. these whole year subscription things. Yeah. And if that's I, something you guys want, if we you know, if we see the deals or whatever. You know what I mean? And and we've possibly used them or something like that. You know, we can drop links down in the videos if that's what you guys want. Because um, I've purchased I've purchased many of them, many of them from like eBay or just like random sites where I was just like, I've never heard of this fucking site, but it's selling this shit for like 30 bucks. Exactly. That's a damn good deal. And they just email you, know, you the code. Google, like, yeah. is this site legit? Like, yeah. okay, I get pluses. All right, then I'm, you know, I'm just going to buy from it and see, exactly. see how it goes, you know, but... Most of it's like digital. You wait like maybe an hour and you got it. You know what I mean? Or, or even quicker than that. So, exactly. That's how you know, I do but, it. Or yeah. Black Friday come around. I find lots of good deals on Black Friday. Dude. 30 but bucks. I've just, I've just realized that like if you look at the grand scheme of things, right? Even if you were to try to compare it like, you know, an Xbox Game Pass subscription uh, to a PlayStation Plus subscription. You're getting way more bang for your buck on a PlayStation Plus. You are really, you are. You are. Xbox. I mean, yeah, like you're paying fifteen dollars a month for this Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription, mm -hmm. and you have a shitload of games to like, you know, play and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like thirty you're, bucks, you're not really like playing all of all them. of them. You're right, playing some of them, but you know, if you stop, you don't have those games anymore. But PlayStation Plus is allowing you to have all of those games. I mean, obviously, you won't be able to play them, 
if you don't have the PlayStation Plus subscription. Mm-hmm. But if like down the line you were like, oh, let me you know renew my uh, PlayStation Plus subscription again. Right. I got a little extra bread. Let me splurge. You know, um, all those games are now playable. And so like as long as you kept adding on the catalog, you know, it just. You know, you can come back to it at any point in time. I mean, as long as you can sign in, it's still yours. You know what I mean? Yeah, the and there's like comes in and it goes. There's always like something new, even for someone like us or like hardcore gamers. Mm-hmm. It always seems like every month that they announce the new games for the month, like at least one of them Some I is new. Before. I haven't played. Yeah, and they're relatively recent games. Like even the most recent one had that Hunters Arena Legends. Like that one that looks was pretty new. cool, that and that's brand PS5 new version, day one. Right? Yeah, PS5 day one. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if that's all I had was my PS Plus subscription, I didn't have Game Pass or whatever, I got something to play every month. Every month I have something new to play. And it's like, like you're saying, I do. I I think I agree with you. Mm -hmm. While, like, on paper, it looks like the Game Pass is just, like, trouncing the PS Plus as far as value. Yeah. But in reality, 30 bucks. You're getting games that you're going to be playing that lines up more with month. reality. Yeah, like lines up with what you can actually fit into a month. Yeah. Right? And if you're paying, if you're if you're getting, like, let's say you do, like, lowest price scenario, right? Like, seven bucks. That's $21 of worth of games each month. Exactly. That you're getting. Yeah. And you paid, like, $30 for it. Or mm-hmm. you paid $50 for it. Three even months, if you paid the full 50, right? Yeah, some. even if you paid the full 50, you're right. loving the deal you're getting. Yeah. You know? Now, with Game Pass, you have to make sure that you play like a large number of the games. Make sure you play a couple games every month. Yeah, make sure you do. That 15, yeah. You know what I mean? And that, yeah. that 15 is hefty. But exactly. You know, so I, I understand people, you know, not wanting to get the Game Pass or whatever or get the Game Pass Ultimate or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, but it's just like, damn. You know, I might I might uh, reduce my Game Pass uh, just console to just the console yeah. only because like I definitely I thought about ain't that too. using the fucking cloud. Like, yeah, cloud I don't use is, the cloud. I got the ultimate because I had intended to really be using the cloud, yeah. and once I tried it, I wasn't happy with well, it. Well, I had also got the ultimate because <laughs> you could you know you could do like the console cloud and then possibly PC. And we did try some PC yeah. game nights with BLG, but for the most part, I stick to the console. Yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, you know. Right. So, so I mean, but I I've got mine locked in because I I chose to get the um the little uh, payment plan. For the Xbox, right? Because you get a deal so on the like console. You two, two yeah, years. you're gonna end up paying less yeah. on your console in the end for that. Yeah. So that's but. like the great deal, which I wanted to do that, mm-hmm. but I just like couldn't find it. Um, but but yeah, uh, so. but yeah, I think the when your time is up, like switching to like the yeah, ten. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely switch and, to the uh, lower one because I don't. I yeah. definitely don't use the cloud. And I, honestly, the console, the remote play on the console, has been working beautifully. Like I, I literally will have like my iPad and a PlayStation Four controller, and then I'll just sign in. Uh, you know, hook my uh, iPad up to my phone, or if you got you know the cell service iPad, you know the the three the five G iPad or whatever, you could do that. And then you just sign in, turn on your console, and then play from your console. And as long as you got like three good bars. Or from console good. to that, yeah, yeah, console yeah, and that's what you do because you probably go yeah, out in the living room or whatever. Than the cloud right? than yeah, has ever been. yeah, I wouldn't wonder the cloud, but that that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, because yeah, you're just yeah. going over your own internet from, and you, so your console's doing all the heavy lifting, which mm-hmm. is what we want, right? But you can go to another room, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're just hoping yeah. that your signal is is good enough so that it's not lag or anything like right. that, because it can't hit you. But like I said, if you got like four bars, three four bars, you playing good, right? You know what I mean? There's right. no problems on it, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So you know, um, that's it for that one. So let's move on to some more PlayStation talk, right? Um, but PSVR two. We've been hearing a lot of ramped up, uh, talk about the PSVR two, almost as if it's coming out in the next couple of weeks. It sure shit isn't. But um, you know, there was a yeah, lot. Yeah, we've of heard a lot about seen. something that's never been. Revealed. <laughs> yeah, announced. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, so um, this one comes off of uh, the PS5 only uh, Twitter account. So uh, it was talking about the PSVR 2. Uh, it was stating that Sony was trying to focus more on AAA games working on the PSVR 2 and on flat TVs. Not sure exactly what that means, though. Um, but they were trying to move away from separate VR experiences, um, which was exactly one of my biggest gripes about why the VR could not succeed, why it wasn't, yep. didn't have the longevity or doesn't have the longevity that it needs. You know what I mean? People think it's a gimmick because you have to get PSVR only games yep. for it. Or you just, you know, there's so many, there's games for it, but they're just, you know, they're literally like rinky dink games. And they're dumbed are, down. Yeah. They're yeah. not what they don't, it doesn't what you want to play on it. Right. Uh, but the fact, and then you can play anything on the PR, the PSVR headset, but it's in theater mode. So, right. you know what I mean? You can play Sekiro, or you can play God of War, and you're just looking at a smaller screen on your face. So, I mean, that's like cool if your wife wants to take over your, or your significant other wants to take over right. your TV and you're still playing. But, you know, as far as like it being real VR experience, there isn't, there isn't one like that for like those big games. That's why certain things like, um, was it like blood and blood and bones or something like that? It was like skull and bones? You know, no, uh, it was a. a oh no, no, I know, you're, like talking like I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah, that. I know what you're talking about. Um, but you know, it's like games like that that did like really well because they had right. like long stories and they were like full games. You know, what I mean, Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. You know, those right. are like full games. Right. With like a lot of stuff to do. Right. It's not just something where you just got to stand there and you shoot. You know what I mean? You're walking around, you're exploring, you're, you're or you're battling someone and you're picking up, like putting the things out there to battle. Very simplistic or yeah. just swiping at things flying by. Right. You know. Yeah, like that's why when I saw like Metal Gear, not Metal Gear, um, uh, not Medal of Honor. Metal of Honor. That yeah. one looked cool. Right. Because it's like, wow, this is a full fleshed out VR game designed for VR. Right. But the truth of the matter is, and this is the point like we've been making, and this is the point that I think that we were trying to make with the Steam Deck too, mm -hmm. and why I think the PS Vita failed. Right. Like we were talking about this before. I felt the PS Vita fi failed because they always look at handhelds as like this separate console right. that you have to buy like separate games for. Mm-hmm. The Steam Deck says no, it isn't separate. It's just your PC. So whatever you can play on your PC, you can play on this. It's just right. another way, more unique, more utility. Mm -hmm. You can take it on the go if you want or plug it into your television if you want. If they had spent the time instead of like, you know, for like PlayStation or Xbox even making, trying to make like a slim version of of the same consoles that are already out because, oh, it's just skinnier. And if you wanted to save more space, you could do that. If they had spent that time trying to make it more mobile, then I think it would have right. been just as good. Or I agree. Better. Like that's why you know I do I mean? think. Like in my opinion, I do believe that is the future. I mean, I've talked about this already with Steam Deck. I feel like the future of gaming is going to be the Switch style 
consoles. The reason why I didn't think Switch had set the standard was because Switch wasn't able to play all the games. Right. All you could play is Nintendo games. They had the right idea mm-hmm. for they were fu- they were thinking in the in the sense of the future where you can plug your Switch into your television and play on your 4K screen right. or slip those controllers on and play mobile. That's the right idea. Right. I think that is the future. But we the, the Steam Deck really made it a reality because they're like, "Hey, you have all those capabilities like the Nintendo Switch has, but you can play freaking Death Stranding, you know, in 60 FPS, right? Like on the go right. or Days Gone, right? Like or Horizon Forbidden West. Like you can play all these wonderful games on the freaking go. Yeah, That's a game changer. That's the way we're going. And I think Sony like – because it says here in this update – they're really focusing on trying to let the PSVR 2 play AAA games. Right. And that's what you wanted. That's what Just we've all wanted from the start. It's an additional these, utility. Games, yeah, you know? it's like an yeah. extra bonus. You know, if I buy this thing, it's another way to play the games I already know that I can play. Yeah, and if you if you think about it like how how hard should it be to make the PS4 the PSVR usable on a game that's already first person? I don't the know. We've talked about this before. I don't know. To change the controllers, like give it a new controller option. So that's it, you know, to be able to use the the move controllers or these new PSVR2 controllers or whatever, to be able to use those to play the game instead of using your regular your, you know, your regular uh PS5 controller. That's literally should be the only thing you need to do cuz you can see out of your eyes for the character. It should be everything you see there. So you just have to make that. That's it. Make yeah. that part portable well, and you should be able to play any that game. That too or just make it like an extra screen. So like you, you like Sony can go to the developers and say, "Hey, don't worry. We want you to have PSVR features too if you can, but mm-hmm. to be honest, just make it so we can play on just like a separate screen right. so that you can sit on the couch, throw your headset on. It's still more immersive. Mm-hmm. It's not as immersive as like you saying, like if you have like some controller supports and things, but it's still going to be much more immersive to put that thing on and look into the world like directly in your eyes. There's right. no peripheral. You're only seeing the world. And even if you're using a PlayStation 5 controller, like that sucks. But even if that's all you can do, mm-hmm. let it have that functionality. Right. Let the darn PSVR 2 have that function. Mm-hmm. then I might consider buying it because now I know that I can use it as often as I want or as little as I want. Right. I'm not just like waiting for something to work on it, sitting around waiting, or will this work or that work? to whatever the right. developers decide. You to know, what, put, whichever right. developers decide to put something specifically for this thing, you know what I mean? You know you can, can use play, it. You can play everything, you know, it's good. Um, it was it was cool because, um, you know, I was on PS PS5 only's uh, thread or whatever. And they were showing some different stuff. You know, they're always posting about different mm-hmm. things. But um, they posted uh, this kid is like something ginger or whatever. Um, I, I can't remember it, the exact name of his channel. He does have a YouTube channel. But um, this kid basically uh, took a PS2 and made it portable. He did that by, I mean, he did a lot of work on it. But, but he got it. He trimmed, he trimmed down the, uh, the motherboard uh, of the PS2. And then he added a bunch of the the different parts that that were cut off. He added those as like extra attachments on top of the motherboard and stuff like that. And he made it so it was literally a handheld that was able to play like all PS2 games. Um, the only thing was is that you had to use like a type of mod that lets you boot from the memory card mm. instead of um, from like a, a disc or whatever because you can't really fit an optical drive in there. Right. But yeah, it played like PS2 games and stuff beautifully or whatever. And it looked dope. Like if I had seen something like that come out, 
you know, where there was like another way for you to play like the PS2 games on the go, I definitely would have got that, you know, yeah. as opposed to like being forced to buy totally separate games like PS Vita games. Exactly. That I can't even. That's you know, always I mean, been the issue. They tried to they tried to deal with it and help you out a little bit, right? By saying your PS Vita games that you bought digitally could be played on your PlayStation, but. You know, you could have but played not the, PlayStation the other way around. On the, yeah, on the Vita games. The Vita on games the could Vita. be on the PlayStation, but the PlayStation games couldn't be on the Vita, right. or a select few could, like indies. Right, and that was only that was only if you bought it digitally. If you bought it physically, right, there's no no putting exactly. it on the other system. So, exactly, you know, but at least you had that option if you wanted to get there. You know, and they did like a little bit of crossplay, but they really they really just dropped the ball. I mean, all right. these have for that. You right, know, it's, it's just not a good option, but. Yeah. So um enough with the the VR2. And I'll just say oh. one more thing about the VR2. The little screen is supposed to be like 4K now. They're like shooting for OLED. Right. Which that even makes me more So now I like I might even want to choose <laughs> to use that screen like over my television cuz it's going to be so crystal clear. Yeah. Right? Like that's a really neat feature too. And like they're doing tricky things with it, you know, with that with that eye tracing, right? The uh you know the foveated rendering. The foveated rendering where, yeah. like, it's really focusing on, on what you're looking – using eye tracing to focus in what you're looking tracking, on yeah. and not render anything else to help right. with the processing power. Which is definitely understandable. Yeah, that's a really clever way. That's yeah, a super clever that way the, uh, the of Unreal making it more Engine powerful. Five talking about it. You yeah. Know how it was showing the cone of view mm-hmm. and how it was, like, you know, uh, soft rendering, like, the the images and things like that. That you weren't they looking – really that you couldn't see. Behind you, yeah. but as soon as you turned – it fully rendered it, you know, so that it kept it, you know, to be able to run smoothly without bogging down the system. Super clever way of getting more power out of your system. Right. Really clever. Like, so Sony sounds like they're doing really all the right moves here. Yeah. And like, I'm, they're so dead on here. Like that, that was the number one thing that I was, I was, you know, thinking about with this console was make it be able to play all AAA titles. Even if there is no VR like tools, let it, Play it at least. Just let it run it. If mm-hmm. it can do that, then you're people are going to be a lot more incentivized to buy it. Yeah. If they know sure. they're buying like a separate console, right? Because that's what it feels like when you buy the VR. It's like you're buying a separate I mean, console. You're paying three hundred dollars for it. Yeah, it's like you're buying a separate console, and so all you can play on it are its games. How about I? I you, yeah, I'm paying three hundred bucks. I for I should have some more integration between my normal console. Right. Because you know it's like this is an expensive accessory, man. Where they they turn it into like a Vita, where like it's the separate thing with these separate games. There's no mixture. Getting rid of that barrier, and I think you're gonna have much better sales on this. Yeah, thing. inclusiveness keeps it from being a gimmick. Right. It just makes it a gimmick when you you have to get. And no one wants a gimmick. Specific things for it, you know what I mean? Like no one wants have a gimmick. Do, you know, you have to buy this game in order to play with it. You know what I mean? Or else you can't really do anything. You know, with it, that's that it's utilized for or whatever. Yeah, so. this is the right direction. I also thought it was funny um, because uh, recently all of the Elden Ring stuff has started popping up mm. um, across the board, you know, so because it's it's releasing for Xbox, PC, you know, all that stuff. So the Steam accounts finally pulled up the page, you know, it has it on there. PlayStation has it. Um, you can pre order now and wish list it, right? Yeah. I think you can wish list it, but you can't pre order okay. it. It's not available for pre order yet, but you have the access to, to look at it and see where it's going. And I thought it was funny because I was looking at it um, and it was posted by a couple of people also within like the last day or two um, and uh, of recording this. And it was showing that, um, you know, it had the four players uh, that you could play together online or whatever. 
um, PS Plus supporting, but it also showed that it was um, PSVR capable. Um, that that PSVR was enabled on it, and you could use the PS Aim controller, which is that little, you know, that little gun. That's what was trippy to me. And I thought that that was interesting it's like, because why that would seem heck? like this would be a shooter of yeah, some sort. Yeah, why in the heck would that be available that. on this game? Yeah. So then I my gear started like really turning. Like yeah, okay, like what, what are we, what is, is this, this game? Like, yeah, yeah, I must have missed something through yeah. the gameplay that we saw and whatnot. Like they're really holding. There's some nothing shit shooter about the this. Yeah. This. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, today before starting recording this, I pulled up the, uh, stuff again so we could have all of our topics listed out. And this was in fact taken off of it. And they put an asterisk on there at the very top that says this does not support PSVR. So they made it a point to say, hey, we fucked up. Like we didn't need to click the those rumors buttons going when around. we posted it. Yeah. Like it does not have PSVR on it. So unfortunately there's not that cool aspect on it but that would have led me to believe that psvr was closer than what it is yeah because you know you got a brand new game and you don't have a psvr system like a new one you know like you gotta you're holding something this would be psvr 2 yeah yeah like like the way this would work is psvr 2 right something graphically beautiful such as yeah elden ring exactly exactly yeah i was blown away too man when you sent me that text and like you were telling me i was like (laughs) you're trying to figure it out and i was like dude it says aim controller on there aim control yeah i was dude i was like i got the picture i'll put it here so you guys i was tripped out by that you know like i was like aim controller okay the multiplayer i get and like I guess maybe it could run through the VR lenses, but the aim controller really was like that's bizarre. Yeah. Your arrows, your bow and arrows, like what would you use that for? Would you like put it Ooh, away it and like aiming, pick but, it up? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, know? the fact that you yeah you'd have to you know that's like your controller that was used as your controller. Yeah, so exactly. You would have to put the other two down to yeah. <laughs> so and like, it would have to register. This is really trying to be role playing. Yeah. You know yeah. when you pull your bow off your back. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's how it was with the Walking yeah. Dead, but you know you just yeah. reach behind your back and, and yeah. squeeze the trigger and, and then pull like your that it is, but like actually but pulling a real funny. thing out. Yeah, you got the little holster, like, and, you know, hurry the up, hurry up, attachment. And you just pull it down. You you're, yeah, you're trying to be like, go. You pull it up, and then you got your gun. You sit that that's down. Funny, dude, that's funny, dude. That's funny. Yeah, I was like, what are they doing with this thing? But yeah, they released that clarification for sure and fixed that whole confusion. Yeah, but um, yeah, so. Um, we wanted to, to kind of spring off and just have like a question of like the week, like a main question mm-hmm. or whatever that we've kind of been something that we've been kind of pondering for a while now. And, um, that question is, should pre-orders exist? Um, so like this year has been really funny with, uh, video game releases and things like that. Essentially after last November, you know, things really changed with how games have been working, mm-hmm. or at least it's been really more um, more apparent about it happening. But we've had, like, crazy pushbacks on right. video games, like, left and right. It seems like almost every month there's a game that's getting pushed back to another month. And we're just like, damn, like, you know, we're literally in the middle of droughts, and we're grasping at, at games here. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, certain games that end up, you know, coming through, and there's a lot of them that don't. And we just keep looking for the far future. Um, we've got all of these consoles, you know, the PlayStation 5, the Xboxes, um, you know, the uh, switches, the Steam Decks, the, the Switch OLED. Even the and Steam stuff like gets that. pushed on the reservations, the right? The graphics cards, the different things yeah. like that, that have been, all these things that have been coming out. And a lot of these things have pre orders on them. 
And it's almost like, um, I was just talking about this before, you know, we started, but I, I kind of feel like the pre-orders are feeling a little Kickstarter-ish, almost. Like, you know, how, like if you don't know about Kickstarter, like you pretty much like have an idea and then you put it on Kickstarter and you say, hey, this is what I want to do. This is how much it's going to take for me to do it. Can you help me? And then people just, you know, throw the money into the pile. And then once you reach your goal, sometimes you can exceed it well over. Um, sometimes you give yourself a right. time frame of how long you want the goal to be set for. And then, you know, it's whatever. And a lot of times when you're uh, donating to that goal, you're actually purchasing the item that they're trying to make right. or whatever. So that you it's have like, a like first dibs at mm -hmm. it. It's like a pre-order. Mm -hmm. So it's like, uh, you know, trying to like pre-order. I, I know some places do it. Like GameStop will give you uh, the ability to pre-order a game like way ahead of time. Um, you know, as we've seen, Elden Ring is not able to be pre-ordered just yet on like um, Xbox or PlayStation 5 or even Steam. But you probably can pre-order it at GameStop. But yeah. doesn't that seem like, you know, a game that can be pushed back multiple times like oh i pre-ordered this game because it was supposed to be you know kind of like biomutant right i had pre-ordered it because it was supposed to come out at the end of 2020 and then all of a sudden now it's not 2020 it's 2021 right and it's like damn well so you, what did you do you canceled you, you tried yeah, to cancel so i'm pulling right. it back you know what i mean because i'll donate that time or that money or whatever mm -hmm. to something else that's gonna come out on time right or whatever you know especially when you know you don't even know when it's going to come out, it's almost inevitable, like, when the release is, you know? It's just, right. It doesn't, it's unclear. Exactly. You know? That's my biggest yeah. beef with it. Right. And I think you make a great point um, with your Kickstarter analogy. Mm -hmm. I do think, like, it's a problem. Like, I do think that companies, we've seen it all the time. With Cyberpunk, they went and they announced, oh, we have some odd million pre-orders. And they're using that as, like, a way to, like, judge funding and judge like profits leverage and leverage their company and sell profits to their shareholders. Yeah. And like, you know, they use that. And I think that's wrong. Like, I just think it's like wrong. And it gets to be even more muddy when you're in a sense, when I go to the counter to buy something, I got to realize what am I getting? Mm -hmm. And part of what I'm getting is being told when I'm getting it. And when they cannot follow through ever, it seems like ever, I don't, I can't think of a game in the last year, even two years maybe, that has come out when I was told it was going to come out. Yeah. Everything seems to be delayed. Everything seems to be pushed back. Nothing seems to be available. And pre-orders just seem to be getting more and more rampant. Like, I go to GameStop and I try to go the day the game comes out because I don't like pre-orders. Yeah. I don't like to pre-order games. You know, it's not something that I, I I I want to do because I think like you, and I do think like it ends up be turning into like your analogy. I'm kickstarting this game, and that's bullcrap. Like I need to know that you need to make this game, and then I'll pay for it. Don't tell me I'm pre-ordering something that doesn't exist yet that you're secretly, in a sense, using to kickstart your own game, or that you're still making alterations on. It's or you're still making it's not like even that. gold, and you're making me buy it. Yeah. At least with the Kickstarter, there's honesty there. Like, hey, this project doesn't exist yet. Yeah, but if you want idea. it to exist, this is yes. Our, time, our, our possible time frame. We're trying to work on this. But yeah, and if you can, if you want to support this idea, fund it. They're not like honest with these pre-orders. They aren't. They don't. The games aren't done yet. Like Cyberpunk, 
that wasn't done not even close like obviously we can all agree upon that now but what did we all do we all got ripped off some people couldn't even get their pre-orders back from PlayStation. Like, it's just a total mess. So, but the thing is, they're becoming more and more rampant. I, I try to, because I do, I try to go into GameStop like the day the game comes out. Day and they won't like let that. me get the game unless I pre-ordered it. Yeah. I'm like, that's so rank, dude. So, like, you're forcing me now to kickstart this game. Like, I don't even have a choice anymore. Like, if I want to get this game the day it comes out, I have to pre-order it. Like, that's so ranked to me. And I don't really know what else we can do apart from, like, which is why, like, I still appreciate the Walmarts of the world. It's like I can walk into Walmart, and usually they have it. But sometimes, like, these obscure games, like, maybe, like, Returnal or something, may not even be at Walmart. And, like, the only way I can get it is, like, going to, like, the GameStop, you know, and pre-ordering it. And it's just like, man, what is going on? And it just gets more muddy. And in my mind, like more of an ethical issue when you don't when you're not honest with your dates yeah i kind of feel like it's um it's like a catch-22 to pre-orders because i i feel like a pre-order is really nice when you know something is extremely coveted and it's coming and you're just guaranteed it and you're like, guaranteed it pre-order it because i'm guaranteed that's what it. matters but as long as i get it on the day that it's showcasing i can buy it at like if it's if I'm pre-ordering it for this Saturday, but it it's it's not it's no longer coming out this Saturday, then what the fuck am I doing? Like what was the purpose of me right. pre-ordering this right. thing? Like I pre-ordered it for knowing that that day mm -hmm. I am going to get it, not the possibility right. that I'm going to get it. You know what I mean? That's why we we pre-order these consoles and stuff like that mm -hmm. because that day it said it was going to release on the twenty fifth. It better release on the 25th and I get my version because I just paid 600 bones on this thing mm -hmm. to guarantee that I got it. You know what I mean? Like sneakers. Like that's one of those things that I wish pre-orders were around for them. You know right. what I mean? Because those shits are gone lickety split. Mm -hmm. Like you blink your eyes and, and the shoes are gone. So there's no way for you to like, you know, there's not really any way for you to walk into a store and get them. You'd have to be really lucky. Right. You know, but like you're just not guaranteed them. So if they did pre-orders for that, I'd, I'd be, you know, cool because the majority of the time they do release when they have it. Like right. If you give me, I mean, and if you give me a day that says you can pre-order from this time to this time and then they will be shipped out at this time. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with knowing that I'll, in two weeks I'm going to get it. That's the like benefit that. of the pre-order, like you were saying. Right, like, when I go into something. GameStop and I say, oh, this game's coming out next week or next month, Yeah, I'll pre-order it then because I know what I'm getting. Right. But, you know, what if I find out through the grapevine or whatever, hey, sorry, it's next year now. Well, what was the point of my pre-order? I'll just go pull it back and I'll spend that money somewhere else. Like yeah, it's not going anywhere if it's next year. I'll <laughs> just not, wait till later. I know exactly. Let me move my shit to something so else. So it's just it's like, like does it even matter then? If dates don't ex if dates aren't solidified, and like you said, which is why this question's been more so burning us more recently, if dates don't matter anymore. Because in my opinion, they, they don't. Come on, let's be honest. Like, when we see the launch date of any new game, I think all of us... You think, oh, this is asking That ain't going to stick. It's going to get pushed. Yeah. Like, I think we all realize that now. I don't think any dates mattered. I'm decentivized from wanting to ever pre-order a game. 
because I just don't have a clue when it's really coming and out. And they try to entice the hell out you by saying, oh, you can get this armor if you pre-ordered, or you can get this pet, or you can get right. these, these features. Or this beta or access. Like or the beta like access. Like with New World. Yeah. But I've seen, it's so many possibilities. Like, I could pre-order, uh, um, what is it? Uh the, the one uh Battlefield 2042. I could pre-order Battlefield right now just so that I can get beta access and then unpre-order that bitch just so I have exactly. beta access to play. Same with New World. Like, why why make it like that? Like, I understand you trying to lock in your figures and stuff like that, but if you're not going to drop this shit on the day that it's supposed to be dropped, don't even play with me. Yeah, like, just, I just agree. Just don't put it out there. I agree. I mean, if, you're, if your whole thing is, is like you have beta access until the game releases, you know, you're, able, you're only able to play these certain portions, that's something probably worth, you know, pre-ordering. I got a game that's getting slowly improved on until it releases, and I have access to it. You know what I mean? If I had to pre-order for Grounded, I would do it because they keep on improving Grounded. Yeah, it's like, letting it sit. it's like they're worried like if they just were like with grounded hey this game isn't done yet mm-hmm. this is an alpha but you can buy it and enjoy what we have so far right and know that when it releases and launches you'll have it too it's like cyberpunk and these places like are afraid to do something like that because it's like it's un- it's like lying mm-hmm. it's like you're making it seem like it's available this is when you're getting it it's done it makes it feel like it's done like you're not kickstarting anything but you're really not. Clearly, like they're not done with it. They need to know what kind of numbers this thing will sell for, you know, to see if it's just all underhanded in a lot of ways. It's underhanded, and like that's what's so ridiculous about this whole pre-order fiasco mm-hmm. and the date system fiasco. I would rather them being like, "Look, it it's still an alpha, you know, but like this is what you get right. when you pre-order." Just like be honest, like be honest, Rick, we're funding this thing. Yeah, I would. Know? I would. I would be really interested. And games that I saw that gave you just unlimited access to small portions of the game until the game released. I never get mad at those. Like the Steam early access. Like I never get, I've never been mad at those. Because you've already bought the game and you getting to experience the game. But we're telling you it's not done. And they're telling me it's not done. You know, you know what to expect. It's not done. So (laughs) if you have complaints or whatever, you can mention those complaints. Tweet them to me. And we might be able to fix some of those things. You know but, but you know what? I've heard several different complaints like that. We'll change that. Thank you for letting us know. Whatever. Perfect. You know what exactly. Just doing things to improve the game. Exactly. And you have nobody complaining. I pre-ordered this shit and it's trash. Like, okay, tell me what you don't like about Dude, it. Dude, honestly, you know, I don't think anyone would have been mad. Had Cyberpunk said, hey, we're launching this game still, but it's in beta or it's in alpha. So enjoy enjoy what you want to enjoy, but understand, dude, I think they would have still sold tons of them, and then people wouldn't have been as pissed off. They would have right. realized that, hey, I know what I bought was an alpha phase. Right. Or you can be like us, where we might wait now until it's not an alpha phase. But you avoid all the shitstorm when you make it sound like this thing is done. Now pre-order this game like it's done, right. when clearly it's not. I would have thought that that would have been really interesting if they, if, if Cyberpunk had have uh, dropped it and it's like, this is the beta version. You know what I mean? So yeah. You're buying the game and you're getting the game, but we're going to be making constant changes exactly. throughout the game. I don't think and anyone would have been mad. These are changes that they would have made anyways, right? But they've let you know up front that there's a lot of issues with the game. 
but we're we're in the process of trying to fix them, but we want to get it out there for you guys. And you guys can help us to fix these issues, but the things that are coming up. Because for some real weird reason, you know, a lot of these scenarios do not pop up with us. So you can help us find them. You do weird different things. You do shit. You find stuff. Report it. It's going to be reported. I agree. Report that, and we can fix all of these things and make this game better. I agree so much. Time. Like and. And then you see the graphical improvements. Well, you see the bug improvements. You see. And that's when stuff. the game is improved most because you only have so many game testers in house. Right. But when you when you when you unleash it to millions of people, dude, you really get to narrow in. You really get to narrow down what is where all the problems are at. Yeah. You I know? feel like full transparency goes a long way. Absolutely. I Like I said, I've never been upset. I honestly do feel like, even with Horizon, Forbidden West, or any of these games, yeah. if they're in an alpha form or beta form, I would not be mad. I'm just saying, me personally, if they said, okay, we're willing to launch this now if you want it, but understand it's in beta or alpha and this will change, mm -hmm. I might buy it oftentimes because I've spent money on early access games on Steam. Yeah, I've done it. I've spent money, but I got something. I got a game. It mm -hmm. may not be finished, but I got something for that. Yeah, you know. And so it's like I've never been upset when that happens. For some reason, there's the stigma, like these companies feel like they have to release like a fully 100% finished, complete game before they can launch it. And I don't necessarily know if that's true or not. Mm -hmm. In my opinion. Yeah, I think that um, some you know one of these big developers should try something like that. You know what I mean? Just. You know, just like roll the dice. I, and I see do just see what happens with it and see how it goes. Hey, Skull and Bones, we have the alpha footage. We're letting you. We're you letting can buy you it right now and early. play it. You guys can play the beta. It's gonna be open. We're gonna have it open until we fully release the game. But you guys will be able to see all the changes and help us. You know, find all of the little bugs that we may have missed. You know what I mean? But you're gonna be able to enjoy the game now. We're selling it to you now. Exactly. You, you there's a lot less complaining when you know the game is not perfect. A but lot less. when you're sold that a game is gold Done. and it's good, yeah, it went we gold. fixed all mm -hmm. the issues, but then day one, faces are missing and things like that, and they're putting out an emergency patch. Like, within, you know, 24 hours of the game releasing to everybody, there's an emergency patch. Oh, you know it's trouble. It's like, oh, shit, you didn't see none of this? Like, you didn't catch none of this shit before? Because you can't tell me, bro, that, like, had Cyberpunk launched the way we're talking. Mm -hmm. Like... A beta launch they would have made tons of money then and come around this year for their soft relaunch that they wouldn't have made a ton of money again once you announce hey the game is now done and we're it's an official launch yeah. you're gonna sell a whole bunch of copies again so i just don't know like what they're necessarily worried about forbidden west no matter what you do bro you're gonna sell a lot of copies yeah so you might as well be open and transparent and you'll probably sell more mm -hmm. i mean just just think if like you know they had they had to put cyberpunk originally as like the the first initial um part of the city that you start off at and that's all you were able to explore so you're able to do all the missions in there and stuff like that and then you know and all you got is street kid or corpo and then they add another like, option they add in nomads yeah and then now you now can try you have from the that outer zone area to yeah. explore and stuff like that you know what and I mean? you get to see it grow as it's being built right yeah yeah, yeah. and you see all of the improvements and then you know, it's less it's less, less bogging down uh, on the game, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to worry about all that stuff. So all that shit back out there that you haven't fixed yet, you can perfect the city, get that so it's nice and tight, and then you can perfect that other stuff, and then you're slowly putting everything. And this is all the stuff that you originally had planned for the game, but because you have to keep pushing that shit out, you can just focus on this part right here and slowly release everything to people. 
So there's mm-hmm. always a reason to log back into that game. You might have done the whole city, but it's out. It's it's outer uh, areas now. It's desert and stuff you can access now. Check it out. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. There's a whole new class you could play now. Exactly. You can play the whole thing over again, and the story's not done yet. Yeah, I think it makes mm-hmm. so much more sense to say, like, early access starts this day. And that I think you can always hit that because when you preface it that way, you're not under pressure to release anything that people already don't know isn't is being worked on, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can say, hey, early access is November 9th. And you're like, okay. And we as consumers can choose to buy in now or wait until early access is over. Right. That's you know? just as solid as it's as it's any, perfect. Any Kickstarter I've seen that's that's giving you early access to an item or whatever and it's giving you prototypes and stuff like that. You know, you're able to have access to mm-hmm. the first ones that's made. Oh, now we've we've created the first ones. Thank you for all the help. We've refined everything. So now we have this newer version mm-hmm. that you can get. You know what I mean? And still getting the, the help and stuff that the Kickstarters need or whatever. But it's like, hey, we've we've created this first version of it for you and it's it's working great. And we've exactly. moved on and we've added some things. So, you know, you know, buy. Buy into the game because we've added a lot more to it and we're gonna keep exactly. adding to it until we finished our whole roadmap of the stuff that we wanted. The DLCs mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? You could finish it off and then be like, you know, at the very end it's like ten dollars for this extra DLC. We've given you everything that we originally planned and now we have this DLC that's added on to it. You know? Yeah, I would be really surprised, man, if one of the big developers came out and said, Hey, we're trying something new. We're going to launch early access for whatever, Cyberpunk, or let's say Witcher 4. Yeah. Dude, I think it'd be, I think there'd be lots of buzz. I think they'd create lots of buzz around themselves. I think people are like, wow, this is an interesting idea. Yeah. And it would probably work out so much better for them um, in the long run. Um, you, they, they, their house burns so bad because of this. I mean, who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to be like playing the game like first and then give like some sort of sort of input that like changes the whole aspect of the game or that's just cool add something in like oh yeah. i suggested that and they took that right. and then they 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 put it in there because you know i was really griping about this and i emailed. yeah i think that's how hades was stuff. i think hades was like early access because hmm. i saw this a long time ago i waited until it launched right. but a lot of people bought it at early access and they loved it and it's like dude but look how well it did anyways yeah I Hades know. didn't really hurt at all from sales. They only did better. Yeah, I know my boy Brahms. He's playing like a couple of games that are in like alpha or beta. You know, yeah. What I mean? Like they're they're but the you know, cause Steam gives you access to a lot of that shit. Like the indies be giving you a lot of. The access developers to allow stuff. that, and Steam started that early access thing. You're helping fund them. Yeah, and it's you like you know this shit's in alpha, but you could buy it anyways. I just I feel like PCs. I feel like PCs ahead of the times, man. Steam at least is ahead of the times on this. If consoles had been where PCs are at right now, I honestly don't think the cyberpunk fiasco would have happened. You wouldn't see a delay every month yeah. for every game. Um, there wouldn't, so be, no, there wouldn't be a need for a delay. There'd be no need. You know what, I mean? what are you delaying? Obviously, obviously, you have certain things that you have to worry about with like games that have like full-on stories and stuff like that. But a game like Cyberpunk, you know what I mean? You pretty much do like the basic initial story. Fairly quickly, you know what I mean? But you yeah. have so many side quests and stuff like that. Like, even if you didn't finish the story off top within your first, like, 10 hours of gameplay or whatever, there was so much stuff to do in the city that it's okay. Yeah, and so think about player get, retention. You can get access to more of those main story missions later. Yeah, and think of player... Exactly. And think of, like, with... with piggybacking off that like with player retention. Remember, like, Stadia wanted the player retention? Mm-hmm. Dude, like, how cool would it be if, like... 
we got an announcement. Oh, patch 1.48 is coming out on Cyberpunk. We know it's going to be a cool new addition because they're building on the game. So mm-hmm. now they're giving us the next section they built. I'm going to hop back in, man. I'm going to hop right. back in and I'm going to see what is new, you know, that they just added in. It's For not sure. just like a bug patch. Right, like oh, a patch whatever added like yeah, you know stability. The cops, yeah, the, there's the stability. Guns, it's like no, the damage, yeah. this early access thing is like when a patch launch, you're like, dude, what cool thing was added? Right, we fixed you know? all this stuff, but we added this, this. And That's this. what's like exciting yeah. about like early access stuff, right. and gets me to want to hop back in again. So sure. you know, but yeah, so I don't know. You guys tell us in the comments below. Um, if you think that pre-orders should exist, at least for video games, right? I mean, we know in other aspects where there there should be some pre-orders, or you wish that there would be pre-orders, or market it differently. Like just don't exist in the way that they or exist just, now, yeah, right? Or just market it. You know, give us that transparency. You know, what I mean, you know, is access to a beta does does access to a beta um, permanently? Why it's until developing? The game fully launches, and then you'll have access to everything that the game was supposed to have like while they're working on it or whatever, if that's something that's enticing to you, hmm. um, you know, hit us down in the comments below and let us know, man. And, uh, you know, if you, if you know anybody that has, you know, those same types of ideas or gripes or whatever, you know, share this to them so that they can put their comments in there too. Cause mm-hmm. I, I like to get a good conversation going with this, you know, cause I feel like pre-orders are like, are they An- really antiquated? Needed? They're like old, right? Yeah. They're like old. They're like yeah, we're kind of a thing of the that. past, you know. Yeah, especially with how things are evolving consistently and wanting to make these games that are like um, services and stuff like that. Give us the service of playing the game early. Make all of the changes you want. And I mean, everything is going anyways, digital. Just, everything is going digital, anyways. Out. You know, right? You know, just give us that option to let us play. Uh, you know, at the service. You know, mm-hmm. so, absolutely. But yeah, but uh, that's all we got for you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for watching. If this was your first time watching the show, let us know. Comment down below. Um, if this is, you know, if you've been coming back to the show, then we appreciate you. you absolutely. Know, let us know in the comments. Hey, yep. I sat through this bitch this long to hear this. <laughs> you know, what's good? You like, made it here, man. Yeah, like, put yeah. what's good down in there. Yeah. If you made like it to the that. end, let us know. Say what's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, until next week, we'll catch you guys later. Deuces. Peace. See you. I love you, me.